True Multifamily is an On Air Brands production and a proud member of the On Air Brands Network. Hey there, entrepreneurs. Eric Cabral here, founder of On Air Brands and host of the Entrepreneur Circle and Capital Hacking. I wanted to share something truly unique with you that we've created called Pod Max, which is an amazing opportunity to connect you with major podcasts to help you share your fascinating stories with their communities. This unique invitation-only event includes interviews with you on top-rated business podcasts all in one day. It also provides a unique networking opportunity with high-performance guests and thought leaders who are authors, coaches and consultants, investors, speakers, executives, you name it. These are the type of people that you need to be around. We also provide industry expert keynotes to hit our stage to share insights on podcasting, investing, marketing to help you take things to the next level. And the cool thing about Podmax is that it has a multimedia agency engine behind it with on-air brands to provide social media promotions before and after the event to share your brand new shows with your network. So hit the apply now button at podmax.co and I hope to see you at the next Podmax event. This is True Multifamily, the show where we dive in on what really happens after closing a multifamily property. We're going to expose the role of asset manager. That's a person who has a responsibility of seeing the vision, executing the plan, and managing people, budgets, and timelines, all to deliver returns for our investors. These are the real struggles, the real victories, and the real stories of asset management. Welcome back to True Multifamily. I am here with my buddy, Jason Yarusi. Jason, I'm so excited to have you here. Uh, I don't know if you can see on my whiteboard, I have a list of people I want to, to be a guest on the show and you're actually at the top. So I'm uh, really, really happy to have you here. Thanks, Jason. Got it. Well, my eyes are bad. I thought I said my wife. I said, that, make, that makes sense. Uh, nah, dude, Justin, thanks for having me. I'm psyched to be on your show. Awesome to see you put in a show. This is great. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and as we were just speaking about, it's all about asset management. What really happens after the close. Um, uh, folks, if you want to hear more about what Jason uh, is up to, he's got a meetup. He's got a handful of podcasts posting multiple times a day on some of them. It's, a, it's amazing the content Jason is putting out. And uh, if that's not enough for you, he's running uh, twice a day and posting that on Instagram <laughs> and uh, everything else. So, so Jason is all over the place. You can find out more about him on uh, our website. Uh, we'll have all the, his social links and, and bios and all that up on our site, True Multifamily. Dot show. Uh, Jason, let's jump right into it. You're going to share a story with us today about utility savings. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, again, appreciate you having me on. I know the, uh, the dedication, all that, that goes into doing a podcast. So most people focus just really on the rents. And, and of course you need to, right? So when you're buying a property, you want to focus on, on where the property is overperforming, underperforming, what is actually happening on a day in and day out of, of the actual property. And everybody leads with the rents. But if you're a tenant and you start thinking about this from the other way, and you start thinking about this from the person who's actually going to be living at the property that you're buying, well, what's their biggest fear? Their biggest fear is day one when you get there that you're going to show up and say, hey, I, I'm the big bad owner. Here I am. Because that's what everybody thinks, thinks the owners are. And now your rent is going to go up $100 or $200, where maybe if we're in working class, you know, uh, blue collar neighborhoods, I mean, that's, that's stretching these tenants, right? But if you think about it, what is the way that we can maximize these properties on all sides? And of course, the, the value of the property all comes back to, of course, our, our net operating income. Where, where's our bottom line? And you can grow that, of course, from the income side. And you can also grow that from the expense side. 
So when we first go into a property, we, we have what we call just our, our base value add strategy. We go in and we improve from the outside in. We want to make this a better place and a better community to live because that's going to benefit not only myself, but our investors and also the tenants. It's going to, it's going to across the board, it's a win, win, win. And that's where you find that you, you create the most synergies across the board. And one thing we'd love to really focus on is utility strategy. So we'll go in there, clean up the exterior. So we'll, of course, doing landscaping, changing out signage, taking care of parking lots, taking care of roofs, taking care of all the things on the outside. Because if you're a new prospective tenant coming up, if you see a place and it's a disaster, it's not going to matter what, what inside looks like. But we're also going to focus on utilities because what happens with when you're buying mom and pop owners is uh, the tenants get trained to actually stop calling because they're going to stop calling management or stop calling the owner because the owner just doesn't show up. So if I have a leaky toilet or a running faucet and, and there's an issue, I'm going to say, you know, I don't really hear it too bad. I just won't call because the guy never shows up anyway. When he does, it's a story and he's going to come back and it just, it sets me out. Well, that really could just jack up your water bill. And if it's an all owners paid property, these, you know, class C, class B properties built in the 1970s, maybe master metered where you're not even billing back the water, even if you are, well, that, that's a huge hit because now your water bill may just be running wild. Where it was actually a story I heard one time where people, um, the water bill was just out of control and, and an owner took over the property and just kept seeing that the pool was, was just, you know, leaking every day. You're just going the level of the pool was going down every day. And for that point, they just didn't realize it. And then someone had said, Oh yeah, there's been a crack in the pool. So everybody would just fill it back up. Oh no. So for that point, yeah, but that's just a story of the, the chaos of how people just create these, would they seem easier ways than just fixing solution? So we go in there and very quickly go and attend to all the outstanding maintenance issues. And it shows the tenants that we're there to help and we want to make this a better place for them. We start correcting all, all the leaks. That really can just start curbing utilities right there. Because you may have, say you have 10% of your units, you know, like maybe 10, 10 out of 100 units that have some kind of water issue where the toilet's just running. I literally just walked into the apartment the other day when I was out in Kentucky and the toilet was running. That's a major thing. So <laughs> okay. now. Right. So let me, let's uh, push in on that a little bit. So phase one is what I'm hearing from you, damage control, right? Mm -hmm. You've got a pool that's leaking. You've got toilets that are leaking, faucets that are leaking. So how do you um, understand from day one, how do you know where the leaks are? What do you, what's your process to figure that out? So it comes back to tenant training too. Mm -hmm. we, we give a basically a welcome letter to the tenants. And for that point, we welcome them to come forward with, with their tenant issues and any of their maintenance items. We also get any of the list or could, there could be a potential list coming off the past owner. We're also doing an inspection prior to, prior to ownership that we're doing this as a takeover inspection. So we're going to account for any of these things through our inspections. So we'll have a list going through to, um, this many cabinets have to be replaced. This is the shelf life of the appliances. This is where the leaks, uh, this is where there's an active leak in these properties. So this day one, we'll go in there and start addressing these issues all the way through okay, but it really so, does come down to tenant training right so if but if you're at the point where you've just taken over and you have not had the chance to train your tenant what you're doing is hitting them with a the letter day one and saying hey we've got we're here we're going to make your life better you're going to start seeing improvements in the landscaping and the exteriors and also we want to take care of the inside of your unit we want to take care of any leaks and so correct. everybody to report that. Okay. Correct. And we also just did the inspection. And so that inspection will show where there is an active link. So we'll make sure the maintenance team is going through there just to see, make sure the issue has either been addressed or, or will be addressed right then. Okay, great.
but we don't stop there. So that's basically stage one. Yep. Stage two is we're going in there to do a, a basically an efficiency plan, a water savings plan. So we're going to take mainly that is all the original toilets and that are just a 3.8 gallon toilets. We're going to go in there and, and change them out for low e-flush toilets and change out all the faucets and aerators. Do this across the board. And so that may be a, a very small, you know, 200, $250 spends per unit. But when you do that, we actually had the first building we ever owned, we did that. Doing just the two things I mentioned, we cut down our water bill by 30%. But what that did now, and you think 30%, like, okay, that, that sounds cool. Mm -hmm. But based, the property was valued, appraised, and then, of course, when we did the refi, it was revalued at a 7.5 cap. So you take that seven and a half cap on the value that we now added to the bottom line, the bottom, uh, you know, to the net operating income, the property just based on the water savings there went up $325,000 in value. That's amazing. And what would you say you spent 200 a unit times how many units to get to that 300,000? Less than 30 K. Less than 30 K. So you're getting a 10 X return. Yeah, it was something uh, like twenty four thousand five hundred bucks. Something wow, twenty four thousand dollar investment to get three hundred thousand dollars of correct. Value add. I absolutely love that. Um, the this is amazing because you're you're improving the you're lowering your maintenance costs because if you correct. have leaks, you know you're going to be replacing sheetrock and and sending your crew out there over and over again. Um, and then the efficiency side of things, you know, tenants like every tenant likes a new toilet. By the way, yeah, they all want that new toilet. Um, they use that every day, multiple times. You know, they want a new faucet. They want that. Um, any pushback on the the low flow shower heads or aerators? I mean, what what do tenants think about that? No pushback. No pushback. They love it. You know, you know what you get is you, you have to think about the greater good. Yeah. And so the greater good across the board here, and I, I never think of it like oh I get I might get one or two complaints. You know, it, it just it's one of those things where you you do with the if you do with the best purpose best purpose in mind then there's always going to be a negative somewhere mm -hmm. you know and and you want to weigh your cost right you also have to tenant you know train your tenants don't be throwing barbie dolls down the, down the toilet you know like yeah. there's just certain points where it, it is training right and so like anything else that's something that's going to make it um that it, it's the more you're with the property the more tenancy what you're doing the easier it's going to be to get that concept apart uh, around and then lastly you know they they also don't want the quote unquote um being put aside because now their toilet's not working because they threw you know a rock yeah. down the toilet or something right right Okay. Uh, no, I, I love that. I love this, this whole plan. Um, and, and the value add at the end is, is amazing. Um, what's the process like to, to do the install? Do you have a maintenance guy do this? Do you hire a third party company? Is there, you know, are you doing energy studies? You know, talk to me about that a little bit. Uh, so both. So on the green loan, I've had green loans on properties and, and the lender actually does an energy energy study for you. So you can basically pick and match what you want. Um, then you're also tracking off your winter, uh, your water bill to see, see what the savings is across the board. Uh, depending how it is and how many toilets you, you just have to be reasonable in your approach. Well, the maintenance guy do it with another guy on top of that and just hire on the extra labor for the short amount of time. Uh, we, the management company also has an in-house construction company. So the in-house construction company is able to tackle a lot of this. Um, for us. And so it's basically baked into the, the price of buying a toilet and install for that 24, five, whatever that number mm -hmm. was. Okay, great. Um, any, any other ideas on, on utility savings besides uh, what we've talked about with the low flow and, and uh, replacing toilets? Oh yeah, easily. So LED light bulbs. 
we'll go in there and change the LED light bulbs, exterior, exterior, and interior. We've done that on that point. Even on the light fixtures, do the same thing with LED light fixtures across the board. You want to weigh that out. You can take, if you have water heaters, you'll go in there and insulate the piping on the water heaters because you're losing a lot of the, uh, a lot of the heat from the water paper, uh, uh, water pipes. If you're not having um, sufficient insulation in your attics, your roofs, that of course can be a big thing right there. You want to look at your boilers and see what your boilers are, the efficiencies are, them. What, what are they running at to, towards capacity and also now insulating that piping as well. You, you, even if you fix on all your HVAC issues, well, you may have you know, single pane windows that have lost all of their um, retention and all their R value. And so you want to look at the cost for actually replacing windows because if you're doing that in the tenants, one way to uh, adjust on temperature is just open and shut windows. Then it's part of tenant training, but you also want to look now also on, on replacing windows. It can be as simple as you got a building that gets the sun and light, plant a bunch of trees out front to take away the light. These are all certain things you can do within there for, for the green savings as well. That's great. And and what I found about windows is that's that not only are you saving on utilities, but that is a an amenity almost for tenants. They you tell them you've got brand new windows and they they love that. Um it goes a mm-hmm. really, really long way. Um, you know, to also set you aside from your competition. You know, these tenant potential tenants are, are touring multiple properties in one day. Um it could be the same interior condition unit, but one has new windows. Yeah. I feel like tenants are gonna pick the new windows every time. You know, and it's also good on resale, right? Because you're going to get hit with that on, on the resale because generally it is a nice seller, but it's, you get hit with it. You can't really bake it into the sale price, but you get hit with it on the back end if you don't do it. It's like the same thing with roofs. Like, hey, the roofs are done, so you should pay me more. It's like, no. No. <laughs> you're just right. going to... You're just going to get hit back if you don't have it. Right, right. We're just not going to reduce our our offer price. Right. Uh, Absolutely. Okay, great. So uh, how how quickly do you do these things? Is this like day one? How, you know, if I'm building Uh, out a a plan, how do I, when do I know to do all of this? As quick as humanly possible. Okay. I, I like to not mess around on these things. There's no reason to wait. You're putting the capital, you want to put the capital to work, right? So for this point, I'm doing these as quick as humanly possible because I get this back. It's not because now I'm doing everything outside in and then I can focus on that rent raise strategy because now I get tenants who are saying, oh man, look at this. You're taking care of everything. It looks nice. I feel better. I feel better about having my family here. I, I feel better about having my family or my friends come visit. You, you walk up. It's not a landmine outside. You know, the parking lots have potentially been redone. Uh, entryways, hallways are done. And now you go in there and you say, okay, listen, you know, you see this and your excellent dollars under market rent. We are going to have to start, of course, increasing rent just on this point. Mm-hmm. We find that strategy, our tenant retention becomes very good. We have a lot of tenants who are just saying, that's great. Because I, now I know you're taking care of us. I know I'm going to have a great place to live. And honestly, if I even want to stay in this area, you're, I'm still paying less to stay here than if I am going across the street. Because we may bump them for three months or six months and then bump them again. So we're not taking them straight to market. But on the back end, then we're having new tenants come in at the market rate. So it's a win-win because we're able to meet returns for investors because we're not having this mass exodus because we're not just day one just saying, all right, here we are, we're the new sheriff and now you know the, the units are now, we're going up to market rate across the board where tenants are just blindsided and they just, that, that's what they feared from the start. I love this. I love the strategy. It's uh, you said it at the at the top of the show. It's a win 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 because mm-hmm. you're you're 
the property's getting better, the tenants are feeling better, and you're actually saving money and adding a ton of value to the property. And that's all before you even raise uh, rents a dime on the property. So this is amazing. Uh, if you guys want to find out more about utility savings, uh, hit us up on our Facebook page. And uh, that's just search True Multifamily on Facebook. Join in the conversation there. Find us on our website, truemultifamily.show. Jason, it was so great having you on the show. I really appreciate it. Please come back soon. Awesome. Thanks, Justin. Super appreciate it, man. All right, dude. That was awesome. I love that. Good. That's the, that's exactly the, the type of show I want, like 10, 15 minutes, talk about a topic and then, and then move on. Um, one thing I was, uh, we just did at our property, um, we set up a fiber contract, um, with this company called Metronet and, um, they're paying us per door, um, just for the option to market to our tenants basically. Um, and I can get you an intro if you're interested. That'd be awesome. That. So is um, it a, is it a cable contract? It's a fiber con it's, so it's fiber. It's, so it's fiber just for, yeah. for internet. It's fiber internet. Yep. And, um, awesome. we are, so it's not like a bulk deal where we're paying Good. or anything where we, you know, we did that in North Carolina. We're trying to get out of that. Um, yeah. I, I explained to Matt, I have a non-bulk guy who gets yeah. his non-bulk and I will okay. only do non-bulk. You only get yeah. less. Yeah. That if you guys go down that pipeline, let me know because okay. the more we, the more we put together in Kentucky, the more power yeah. we have because yeah. spectrum spectrum is the big gorilla in the room yeah. Yeah. and you can't get anywhere. So right. dude, yeah, make um, that connection. I got that. Absolutely. I got a, a 58 unit. I'm going to be closing after the new year. Sweet. Uh, so in, like, we're, in Louisville, in Louisville. Yeah. Right Sweet. across the street from Preston, my deal. Oh, Preston. excellent. Awesome. Yeah. But I told Matt, you know, I'm going after some bigger deals. So I said, you know, you guys, I'd love to, we're going to talk about some mm -hmm. bigger deals. I'm coming on board down in Florida, you yeah. know, to work with you guys. Cause it would be great. great. Cause we just want to keep aligning with the right people and you guys are the right yeah. people. Yeah. So. It's fun, man. We're having, we're having fun. I know. And you guys um, did a bang up job at the event. I mean, the bang up. I loved it. So we're uh, really had a good time. We're, we're planning on the next one out there. We're going to get in front of it with you guys. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Thanks Thank a lot. Thank you so much. And See you uh, later. talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode. Check out our website at truemultifamily.show. And if you have an amazing story to tell, share it on our Facebook community and you might just be the next guest on the show. We're also on all other social networks. Just search True Multifamily. I'm really, really proud to have this show produced by our company, On Air Brands. Check us out at onairbrands.com. We also have an incredible, unique podcasting event that we would love for you to be a part of. Check that out at podmax.co.